I'm Christian. I'm Michael. Uh, uh. <laughs> okay. Their impressions of us were terrible, by the way. I think so. Shame. I hope so. There's so much material to dig into. There's so many little nuances, and they just went for the most obvious joke. So disappointed in our little sons, Christian and Michael. SMH. Do you think a brother and sister have ever adopted a child together? Oh, I don't. I mean, yeah, I'm sure they have plenty of times. Thank you. Thank you. Um, this is a not an anime <laughs> podcast. It's a movie <laughs> podcast. Yeah. Movies are occasionally anime. Mm-hmm. And now that we've acknowledged that, we never have to talk about anime ever again. Carly. Okay. Yes. What's been going on with you? Hey, can I, uh, real quick before we start, can I take you through my Instagram experience and you can tell <laughs> me what I'm doing wrong? Okay. Is Instagram a method for people to share Twitter posts? It shouldn't be. The people who do that are maniacs. Okay, because it seems like every social media besides Twitter is just a method to share Twitter posts, and I don't understand what we're doing. Do you mean it in the most literal sense where it's people screenshotting their Twitter <laughs> yes. posts? And then, yes, that yes. is awful. It's an insane, <laughs> yeah. insane way to use social media. Awful. Or other people's posts, it seems like. It's not like, it's not just That's them. That's crazy. It's like, here's a fun political tweet I read over the weekend. It's part of my story. And I don't know. Okay, story is different than post. I still would never do either. Okay. Um, Because I think story has just kind of become like a way to share anything you're consuming and also things in your surroundings and also yourself. Whereas posts (laughs) still has some sanctity as like, here's pictures I want to show you. Okay, like a post is of record. Yes. Okay, and a story should disappear after a certain point? Is that the idea? It does. It I does. mean, like, I don't know what Instagram's doing with them, okay. but it disappears from my view. Okay, because that's kind of not what a story would be in... Shh. Okay. Yeah, I was so confused by every aspect of Instagram, and we'll probably never <laughs> use it again, but now I get notifications that things are happening, so it's like I'm the part of The fun part is how, like... It, 90% of it's just ads now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's insane. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the fun part is having an Instagram from 10 years ago, getting back onto it after not talking to anyone in 10 years and just seeing that everyone I knew in high school has a child and is married. Oh, now. God. Yeah, it's terrifying. <laughs> but not me. Um, Carly. Yes. What movie should we talk about first? It's been a while. God, I don't know. Should we Saw? do one that we both watched? Yes, let's start with Saw. I don't think Saw holds up too well, Car. I can't argue. Okay. <laughs> I can't argue. It's fun. Um, it's fun, and I think it has some merit, mm-hmm, and mm-hmm, I mm-hmm. think it was a phenomenon for a good reason. Yes. And it is so of a time. It sure is. Yeah. Slipknot music video camera work all over this <laughs> yes. movie. Just like people in chairs writhing in fast motion. It's so like you just like get bored of it after the oh, third totally. time they do it. Totally. And it's the yeah. entire movie. It sure is. Uh, no, I don't hate Saw at all. I think it's a really fun, well-constructed movie. It's just every aspect of it is kind of bad. It turns yeah. out, especially the acting. I okay. What the heck is going on with our dude from <laughs> Princess Bride's performance? Carrie Elways. 
Yeah. Back off, dude. We support what is KO happening? Asian. I don't know. He's got like eyeliner on. He's got like sweaty button down shirt on because he's a surgeon. It really feels like if you plucked someone out of insert small town name here, community yes. theater. Yes. And put them into a horror movie. Yeah. Like uh, the parent of one of the children in this production <laughs> yeah. of Shrek, the musical. <laughs> yeah. Could be Carrie always. He slips into his accent like crazy. <laughs> yes. And I think like when he tries to do the accent, it's one of like many reasons why everything he says sounds insane. Yes. Like it is just so obvious that he's an actor the entire time. An actor. An actor. Especially once feet start coming off and he gets all yeah. pasty and <laughs> yes. things go out the window. And he's just like, my family. Yeah. And he's like crawling on the ground. It's so bad. Uh, and everyone else is bad also. I think other people are less bad. I think the kid is one of the best kid actors I've ever seen because she cries and it's like believable. It's like, oh, yeah. this child is in danger. Oh, no. Yeah. Yeah. When he's like, what does he do? Does he like point the gun at the mom? Yeah. While he's listening to her heartbeat. Yeah, that's like very upsetting in an effective way. Yes. Yeah. I think some of it is still it's so hard once you know what's all going to happen. It just loses all impact for me because it's just like, oh, yeah. OK, he's not actually sawing his foot off. So this is and funny. I think like this one doesn't function in the same way that the sequels do mm -mm, where the sequels just mm -mm. become this like. <laughs> way to come up with crazy scenarios and this one yes. like tries to have a plot and i think it like you mentioned like after the first viewing kind of fails because of that i forgot the entire middle you know hour and 20 minutes of this movie i just remember the beginning and the very end i forgot yeah. all about how he is like adulterous and then there's like a guy taking yeah. pictures of him and like all this crazy stuff that doesn't need to be in this movie necessarily but yeah but it sets up the guy in his apartment with the flash, which is a really fun little. Moment, yes. I and I remember being super um, yeah. afraid the first time yeah. I saw that. And like a bunch of movies do that now, but I don't I feel like that one really did it effectively. Mm -hmm. I mean, Rear Window did it also <laughs> like four years before this, but yeah. it's fine. Yeah, it's fun. It's very scary. Yes, I, I totally forgot Donald Glover was in this movie. Insane. Danny yes. Glover. Danny Glover. I knew yeah. I would get him mixed up. <laughs> Not Childish Gambino. No. The guy from Lethal Weapon. Yeah. Is in this movie. I don't think he's very good in it. Um, he's better than Carrie Elwes. Yes, of course. Okay. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Um, is it him or his buddy cop? Like, I think one of the craziest moments is the tripwire that, like, has the shotguns just That's pointing awesome. down at the head. That That's is awesome. probably one of the most, like, insane and creative parts of the movie i think yeah it's yeah. like shot well too it's like we're just gonna show you enough and then they show you everything but in the moment we just show you enough yeah it's very terrifying speaking of terrifying carly all the interior design that isn't run down a warehouse full of murder is fascinating do you mean like the apartment Yes. Yeah. Everybody's living space is like dark, <laughs> like blood red walls with like black drapes. And it yeah. all looks like it's not real. And it's like there's like potted plants everywhere for some reason. in this like pitch black apartment that everybody lives in. Yeah. What are you doing? 
It's like what a maniac would think that like a wealthy <laughs> apartment looks like. Yeah, like a surgeon who's cheating on his wife obviously lives in Buffy the Vampire Slayer nightclub back room. Yeah, and like that arguably is actually one of the scariest parts of the movie. <laughs> it's just like, can you imagine living in that space? Please, God, no. Everything feels like it's either satin or velvet. Like, yes. oh, God. Yeah. Good stuff. It's a look. It's this is a fun movie still. Yeah, it is a fun movie. I can't recommend it really. Unless, oh, I sure can. If you haven't seen it, I totally recommend it. Yeah, sure. Okay. Yeah, I'll take that. If you've seen it, I don't think there's any reason to ever go back and watch Saw one again. Unless you're doing what we're doing. <laughs> yes. Which <laughs> yeah. I feel like a lot of people do. So it's true. Yeah. Yeah. I had two things I wanted to touch on about it. Mm. Three. Okay. First, mm. like, let's get the big thing out of the way here that, like, we'll butt up what? against for what? every single one of these. What? what? Um, it, the movie, I think, tries to have a strong moral compass or, like, investigate a moral compass in an interesting way. And it is insane. And so maybe, like, partially dated. Like, maybe, I don't know, things have progressed on these sorts of issues. But, like, hmm. you know, addiction isn't. Mm. It's a disease, not something someone should almost die over. <laughs> because no, he of a serial her. killer. Yeah. That's like really weird when he's like, You're a drug addict. Isn't that right? While yeah. I have the surgeon listening to this interview that we're doing. Like, what? Also insane. Like, why yeah. was he supposed to listen to that? That's yeah. so crazy. Yeah, I don't know. And I think yeah. the worst one maybe is like the self harm one. And it's just like, yeah. This is the most evil thing I've ever seen. Um, so you like cutting yourself, do right. you? Yeah. yeah. Like, okay, sure. So upsetting. But I think maybe at this point we're softened to Jigsaw as a character where at the time maybe that felt more insidious, maybe. It's so weird because it's it requires us to like think about what the filmmakers were intending. Yeah. And I just don't have a lot of faith in these filmmakers, sure. I guess. I yeah. don't trust their perspectives, I guess. I just... My understanding is that Jigsaw kind of becomes the star of the show over yeah. time. And that, that was not the case here. So maybe it played different. Oh, I see. Having, you know, we don't really know who Jigsaw is in this movie. Right. Yeah. So he can just be this creepy guy who would punish someone for cutting themselves. I don't think it's supposed to be like, oh, Jigsaw, thanks for helping that guy out by making him run through barbed wire or whatever yeah. was happening. Yeah. I think it would help if, like, uh, some characters were pointing out that flaw, but it seems like yes. everyone's living in this world of, like, oh, yeah, he's punishing them for their sins. It's just like, okay. I've seen seven. Yeah, exactly. I know how this goes. Sure. Yeah. Okay. Okay, my second thing is, how do you feel about Jigsaw as a character and the person who portrays Jigsaw? Um. So not fake Jigsaw, but, like, real Jigsaw? Yeah, yeah, the okay. man. How do you mean, I guess? Hmm. I don't know. Do hmm. you like that villain and do you like this actor's portrayal of that villain? Oh, not really. Not at this point. Okay. I don't think the little puppet thing plays anymore. Yeah. It's on its little tricycle rolling around. Like, <laughs> it's just been parodied so much. It's just lost all impact. Yeah. This creepy puppet. Yeah. I don't know. It's a fun villain to form a like this movie around, but I don't. Other than that, it's not anything special, I don't think. Yeah. 
I think there is something special in that. I think a lot of times, like, people who are cast in villain roles, even if they're not conventionally attractive, they're, like, normal-looking people. And not to, like, say anything mean about this actor, but he's... His appearance and the way his mannerisms in this are alarming. Yeah. And really freak me out. Like, I would not want to pass this guy on the street. I don't know. And we are talking about the guy who's on the floor for the whole movie. Yes. Yep. 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 Okay. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. He feels like an old man who's dying and is messed up. Yeah. And just like the deadness in his eyes, I think, works really, really well. Yeah, 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 yeah. I think just like excellent casting, maybe. It's a weird thing to say about this movie, but I'll I'll go with you, Car. I'll go (laughs) with you. Okay. And now I forgot what the last one was. Um, What's your favorite kill? Well, first props to our boy from Lost. Yeah. Putting God's work in in this movie. Yeah. We love him. You broke the rules. Yeah. That's a good twist. Yeah. yeah. No, yeah, no, I have no problem with the construction of this movie. I think it's a lot of fun. I just think it's not done well. Yeah. The way it was filmed. Yeah. Oh, they're so fun. I I like remembered what the second one is, and I am so excited for it. The second one is probably a worse movie, but I think I like it a lot more because it's so ridiculous. It's the most fun setup. <laughs> I'm just so I know for sure I've seen the second one like a million times and I'm excited for it again. And I can remember like what so many of the kills are and they're all like awesome and stupid. Yeah. Which one has the pig slaughtering stuff going on? I feel like that's three or four. That is my least like that's the one that upsets me the most. I think that might be in two. Maybe. Um, I don't know. That's in a different setting, I feel. It totally is, yeah. Yeah, which is entirely possible because, as I think we've mentioned, yes, these wrap up with a wild conclusion every single time. Uh, yeah, I two it what two didn't hit me at the time the same way one did. Okay, it's just kind of like ramp, <laughs> like a saw thing happened at the end. Ramp. Yeah, yeah, and then I don't know from there. So yeah, I'm excited. Saw, saw two coming at you. Yeah, that's right. Different director, different style. Lots of fun. Always lots of fun. Get it on a burger today. Hmm. Carly, what else do you want to talk about movies? Um, Should I do one that just I watched? Yes. Again, it's been like three weeks since we've done this. Yeah, so this is weird because I was, yeah, I was looking back through my diary on Letterboxd. Oh, uh, what was <clears> that <throat> website one more time? letterboxed oh what is that uh you know it's is like, it a social media site for movies it's, it's a super cool site with a lot of cool people who say cool stuff about cool movies can cinephiles like myself make watch lists of <laughs> movies sure i'd like to see in the future and if you use promo code potw Mm-mm. i don't know 20 20 percent <laughs> off a patreon patron uh-oh you're breaking uh oh, I'm breaking card. Talk about a movie you've seen. Okay. Um, I'll talk about how's about um I see you going through like a Rolodex of all the movies you've seen. You're like, mm, 
Ooh, what plays to this crowd? Hmm. Yeah, I'll I'll do uh, Dick Johnson instead because that's a twenty twenty okay. that I watched. Okay. Um. So this was one of those that like I saw people on Letterboxd uh, rating it, and that got me intrigued. So thank you to Letterboxd. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. Back off on the gas a little bit <laughs> on the Sorry, Letterboxd it's part. just the truth. Um, and it was like one of the most interesting watches I've had. Um, it's a documentary about a man who is losing his life and his memory to Alzheimer's. Um, and it's this documentarian who she's the daughter of this man. And early on, or like early in the stages of his dementia, they agreed to make this documentary together, wherein they kind of just explore the general themes of memory and death. And they embrace it in a way that I think is like very non-traditional, at least for what I'm used to. And they try to like bring a lot of levity to it. So interspersed throughout the movie are... um scenes where they fake the dad's death in like kind of humorous ways i guess like uh, one of the first ones is he's just walking along and an air conditioner uh drops in his head and he dies and you cut between those and just like heartbreaking scenes of um like he has to retire he has to give up his car he has to move, he has to move in with his daughter, like all of the things that you see with someone at the end of their life. Um, and then the third, like, a, um, types of scenes that are interspersed are these visions of what heaven will look like for him. And they are so joyful and so fun and colorful. Um, it's just like, I still don't think I've completely absorbed it. And it's, it like it makes you just sit with your own perception of death and what death means um and allows you to like maybe not think of it in i guess such a terrible way while you're also constantly embracing like some of the most heartbreaking real footage that I've seen um so it's a really tough watch but I recommend I guess I've been making such a facial expression during this entire <laughs> okay. description card can you tell me about your facial expression? It's like a stinky cheese, but with a yeah. little bit of like, like looking away from a car accident yeah. type of thing going on. I can this, picture the face you're making. Okay. Is yeah. it dealing with, as a viewer, is it tapping into a fear of your own mortality or fear of your parents dying? I think definitely, I mean, both to some extent, but I think at least the way I perceived it, parents, for sure. Okay. That would be really tough for me to watch. That's not really a subject. I mean, it sounds like it's a good thing, like it helps with that, but that's not something I really want to think about. No, it is extremely troubling and heartbreaking. Like, I don't, I recommend it if that's something that you feel like you can watch. You know what I mean? Like, sure. Yeah, I don't know that everyone, especially in the world that we're currently living in, needs to <laughs> or would benefit from watching it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's a fair point, sure. Yeah. Uh, huh. No, it sounds really interesting, but that is woof. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I was just like thinking about it kind of gets me emotional again. It's also special because like 
it's just a really beautiful father-daughter bond. Um, uh-huh. Like, they have something incredibly special. And just the fact that, like, this man agreed to do this thing with his daughter. And I think at one point he explicitly states, like, I'm doing this for her. Because, uh-huh. I don't know, like, in the last stages of your life, when you're not always even aware of what's happening around you, would you really want a movie made about you? I don't know, but no. he, yeah, but he is so fully committed to it because it's something to do with his daughter and he knows his daughter cares about it. Um, and it brings in like some really interesting ethical questions too. Like she's constantly having to self-monitor if like what she's doing is okay, because at a certain point he's not able to make those decisions for himself. Um, yeah, no, it is a whole web of complicated and troubling uh questions but it's really mm, i don't know it's interesting and really well made and deeply impactful if anyone ever wants to go on the journey (laughs) i don't know but at the same time you're like making a movie like there's it I, I'm not accusing it of anything, but to, it sort of feels like when people on like Instagram are like, I gave money to charity and it's good that I gave this money to charity. But I also did it because there was a thing at the end that like there was a product or a thing that came out of it. Do you know what I'm talking about? Like, do you need to make a movie about this? Well, I don't know. I don't think you can judge it by need. It's like this was the creative project she wanted to make and... He agreed to it and they did it. Like, I, yeah. if we're judging it by need, then like, no. But like, I, don't, I don't know. Yeah, I just I don't have a fully formed thought here. It's just a kind of I get kind of weird about like this is a super personal thing. And also it's marketed and it's on Netflix or whatever. Like, it's well, yeah, she wants to sell the thing she made. I don't know if but the thing she made is her dad dying. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, it's like uh, that's the whole thing. I think it's like it. You're taking something that is so extremely taboo and you're just blatantly putting it on Netflix. Like, it's insane yeah. to think that this is a thing that exists that yeah. maybe a considerable number of people are watching. And, like, somebody got paid to edit this movie. Yeah. Where it's oh, like, my God. I can't even imagine yeah. what that looks like. Oh, sure. God. Yeah. Huh. Oof. Yeah. I don't know if I'll be sitting down for that one anytime soon, Car. Not to... That's okay. I'm just representing the other half of the audience. <laughs> yes, who are like, huh. Yeah, it's completely fair. Like I, yeah, it kind of wrecked my uh, <laughs> day, and then like days after it, and will sit in my consciousness forever. But yeah. Huh. <laughs> What's the name one more time? Dick Johnson is dead. Okay. Where did you watch that? Where is that available? Card? Netflix. Okay. Very good. Yeah. Um. I uh, had hernia surgery and uh, didn't move much. So I just was like, I haven't seen any Monty Python movies. So I watched a couple Monty Python movies. I don't think they're for me. (laughs) Okay. I was really curious about your opinion. It feels like movies I made in like middle school where there's (laughs) not really a script. There's not really a concept, but like somebody has an idea and it's like, okay, yeah, yeah. Shoot it. Yeah, 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 yeah for like 90 minutes at a time and i was like oh it just felt like a youtube channel at this point where it's like you know i love these six guys they make fun skits and then they make a movie 
I have to imagine some of that, though, is the direct result of Monty Python. You know what I mean? Like, regardless of the fact that you hadn't seen it, I imagine that, like, many people in your social circle had (laughs) and, like, that (laughs) influenced what you thought was funny at that age. Yeah, I mean, everybody I knew in high school watched Holy Grail, like, every weekend, (laughs) it seemed like, or something. It's so weird that that was such a big thing, yeah. (laughs) And it's weird watching it now and just being like, oh, that quote's from here. Oh, that quote's from here. Yeah. Oh, that quote's from here. (laughs) Uh, So maybe it's not as funny since I already knew every joke in this movie through osmosis. Um, It was fine. Like, I thought some of it was funny, but it didn't hit me. It wasn't, like, subversive or anything. I was like, oh, okay, yeah, sure. Which ones did you watch? Uh, Holy Grail and uh, The Life of Brian. Life of Brian. Okay. The Life of Brian. Life of Brian. (laughs) I've only seen Holy Grail out of all of them. Did you have a preference on one or the other? Um, Life of Brian has some fun stuff in it. Uh, it's more of a movie than mm. Holy Grail is. Holy Grail really just felt super disconnected to me where it's just like, yeah. and I think that's on purpose, but I could not in my, you know, coming off of anesthesia and just being like sick oh, God. and in pain, I had no patience oh, for what Holy Grail was serving up where it's like the next 10 minutes are this character in a fun situation. I was like, oh my God, kill me. It is kind of a weird choice for that being your mental state i feel it's the only time i would have watched that movie okay that's fair <laughs> i hadn't seen until now it was never yeah. gonna happen so that was the time it had to happen so yeah um the animation uh terry gilliam or whoever was doing that is like that's my wheelhouse that's what i want hmm. i want a whole movie of that because that's awesome i don't even remember it very much it's, it's like all the old like uh medieval pictures but all like stop motion and they're all like running around oh, and then like okay. foot comes out of the sky and squashes them or whatever yeah happens. it's all super well done that stuff's awesome oh that's cool and it's cool like seeing john cleese do like good funny john cleese stuff I yeah guess. like he, he's just a man he's not like this old guy who's in whatever pink panther or whatever john cleese is doing have you 2000s. seen what a nightmare he is now John Cleese? Yeah. Why? What's wrong with John Cleese? He is like the grumpiest, worst old man. It is awful. Yeah, I can't. (laughs) Does he think masks are stupid? Um, he could. I'm not going to say that he does, but he could. Okay. He's pulling a Van Morrison on us here. Yeah. Okay. That's unfortunate. (laughs) Yeah, he sucks. (laughs) Okay. Have you, Carly? Yeah. Seen any Terry Gilliam films besides everyone's favorite movie, the Brothers Grimm starring Heath Ledger and Matt Damon or whatever. <laughs> I have seen that. Yes. Yeah. Um, can you name some others? Uh, there's that The Circus of Dr. Parnassus or whatever that movie oh, is. Oh, yes, I've seen that because it has Andrew okay. Garfield in it. Okay. Uh, Twelve Monkeys. No. Okay. Uh, there's another big one that I'm having trouble coming up with. Have you checked your letterboxed? Ooh, let me... Uh, t- <laughs> Ooh, a new notification. Oh, somebody liked my review of freaking Ocean's Eleven again. So watch that again. I could watch Ocean's Eleven pretty much every day for the rest of my life forever. Uh, yeah, it seems like a nice existence. Oh, my God. That is the perfect post-surgery movie. 
It's just like, I don't need to pay attention. Yeah. I don't need to even know what's happening. I'm just <laughs> laughing and having a fun time with George Clooney. Man, it's so silly. <laughs> I love the shot in Ocean's Eleven when they're blowing up the old hotel and everybody turns to look except for George Clooney and Matt Damon or whatever. Yeah. Do you know what I'm talking Oh, it's such a good shot. Dude. Yeah. I mean, it's such a good movie. It is. Yeah. It's perfect and yet not very good at the same time. I don't know if not very good is fair. Okay. Okay. I'd give it four <laughs> stars, but I don't give stars, so <laughs> okay. I won't. That's a nice peek into what it would be. Sure. Yeah. Or four and a half. I don't know. Four and a half. It's so rarefied, the four and a half, you know, because that's on the very cusp of perfection. Yeah. That's on the very cusp of Speed Racer, which is like the only five star movie. So then you kind of have to see. I picture in my mind, it's like the bell curve, right? But it's like a really steep bell curve where everything's two stars. Oh, everything shouldn't be two stars. Everything's two stars. (laughs) Okay. All right. What's a movie you've watched that's two stars? Oh, I wonder if I had any two stars in this time period. I may Mm. have. Hmm. Hit me up, dude. Let me see. Really? How does The Sixth Sense hold up? This was the first time I'd seen it. Okay. I have not seen it ever. Do you know the twist? Everybody knows the twist, Carly. Okay. (laughs) The village is actually in modern times. Yeah. I also watched that during quarantine. That was bad. Yeah. It's bad? Yo, for sure. Yeah. Holy. (laughs) It's like... like there's like a resurgence around the village, I thought. People well, like, oh. I don't know who those people are, but oh, I am not okay. in alignment. Okay. Um, the Sixth Sense was good. Uh, <laughs> which is weird because yeah. M. Night Shyamalan is so bad. He's not. He is. He probably doesn't have any worse a track record than any major director you could name. That is so As not like a ratio? True. That's so impossibly not true. That's a crazy name of big time director with okay. like a lot of movies. That's we'll been give for our Stevie Soderbergh up. Well, you got PTA. Well, he's not like a major director in the same way, though. Okay, now we're getting into the. He's not filling. He's not putting butts in seats to go see the master or whatever. <laughs> okay, I would be there. Okay. Um, anyways, yeah, so it was very good. Like it for the most part felt like a like real movie in a way that other Shyamalan so movies mean. don't. I'm sorry, I think that most of those are bad. Um Carly. I'm sorry. The Lady um, in the Water? I think that partially maybe because Bruce Willis is like very good in it. Okay. As is Tony Collette. I genuinely think Tony Collette in this is like one of the all-time movie moms. Like, I okay. want her to also be my mom. She's so oh. sweet and fun and has a fun accent, and she wears so much jewelry and sweaters. It's just, it's delightful. <laughs> you, like, went into a fugue state there for a little bit. <laughs> <Car. laughs> We're talking about movies, Car. What I really want, though, and why I asked it if you knew the twist, is, like, going in knowing the twist, it was so incredibly obvious the entire time like i'm so curious i want to ask someone who watches it like in the modern era who doesn't know the twist if if they picked up on it like i i just can't imagine not seeing it you would have to be probably 13 or younger right or like closed off from society (laughs) i don't know but i am and i know the twist 
uh, yeah, that's tough. Yeah. That's like seeing Star Wars and not knowing who Darth Vader is or something. It's like a, it's impossible. We just, yeah. we as a society are not built to allow you to enjoy movies from before this year. And it's just knowing. like, a, I think because it's so much of the Shyamalan stuff too, right? Where like, you can't go into one of his movies without expecting a twist. So even if you yeah. didn't know what the twist was, the entire time you'd be keeping an eye out for some sort of indication of what was coming. And then I think just from that, you would have to be able to figure out what was going on. Yeah. Yeah. You're saying you would know that you would figure it out. You would Because you, you would be on high alert because right. Shyamalan right. will be doing something silly. Right. And he'll give you enough clues where you're like, oh, okay, sure. Yes, exactly. Okay, sure. Uh, Unbreakable didn't have a twist. I, I haven't think. seen. Eh. <laughs> Eh. Yeah. Yeah. It's like uh it's an inherent vice, let's say. It's not a it's not a freaking there will be blood, okay? <laughs> okay. That's Which of I'm his saying. is his there will be blood? What's his masterpiece? Uh the happening or whatever, where the oh, plants kill God, people. Jesus. It's or so bad. Split. He's got ninety-seven personalities <laughs> and they all want to kill you. <laughs> yeah. I think I might rewatch uh signs at some point soon. Oh, sign sucks. Yeah, it's really bad. Oh, I yeah. said that at the time and I was made to feel like a fool, but I was right. <laughs> Science is not a good movie. No, it's not. But it's it. That was one of the scariest I'd seen when I was that age. So it feels like special returning to it. Yeah, the idea of being in a cornfield at night and not knowing what's in it is terrifying. Yeah. And that's like five seconds of that movie. And then the rest is like. I was a preacher. Damn, like, oh, say you're sucks. in like Mexico at a birthday party and you see an alien walk and it across goes, the street. Yeah. And zooms in and he says, what, what was that? Was an alien. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's yeah, terrible. It's awful. Name and Mel Gibson. <laughs> yeah, and Mel Gibson, sure. Yeah. It's crazy how much of a career Mel Gibson has had, where he's in like hundreds of movies it seems like and it's just like and people aren't stopping him like no all of this stuff came out about him well before hacksaw ridge and we've also known the entire time he never hid what his opinions were sure oh god when he was making apocalyptico (laughs) or whatever somebody should have been like no you're done though yeah or passion of the christ (laughs) but his initials were the same um Kari, name one more M. Night Shyamalan movie, please. Um, that we haven't mentioned. Okay. Uh, I haven't seen Lady in the Water, but that's okay. one. Okay. Okay. What's the other? Oh, um, I saw The Devil. Or Devil. Oh, my God. Were they in the elevator? Yeah. How is that, Car? Uh, I love Logan Marshall Green. Of course. Um, But <laughs> it was one of those of like, you're... Like a bottle sort of movie where yeah. you're sure that one of the people is the titular devil. Um, <laughs> trying to figure out who it is. And my stupid friend figured it out right away and it ruined the entire movie. Was it M. Night Shyamalan? I wish. He always does those cameos. Was it the old lady? Yeah. Cool. Sorry for the spoilers. <laughs> <laughs> well, don't people start dying at some point? I mean, Yeah, but she dies and then she comes back to life. Oh, that sucks. Yeah. Okay, never mind. Let's never talk about M. Night Shyamalan ever again. Carl. Until I watch Signs and the next time to yeah. have to talk about Signs. <laughs> Shoot. 
Swing away, Kara. Yeah. Swing away. <laughs> Do you have one more? What's that? Uh, that you want to talk about? Movie? Yeah. I don't know. Can you look at my letterbox and tell me what <laughs> oh my I God. watched? Do you not have it open? No. Oh my goodness gracious. Last time I did this, my computer froze and then we lost part of the podcast. That's kind of fun. And then you started knocking something over on your desk and I still laugh whenever I listen to that part because it's so <laughs> ridiculous because you're just like, dunk, uh, dunk, uh, dunk. In my That's brain, funny. it's very funny whatever's happening in that moment. I wish I remembered. Um, what movie did I watch, dude? You rewatched. Oh, you watched Antebellum. Oh, Antebellum's not very good. Yes, give me your takes. Uh, it's all been said, Car. It's all been said. It's just, it feels like, it doesn't feel like a movie. It doesn't feel like there's anything to it. It's just like, it's like bad Ari Aster style applied <laughs> to nothing yeah. with the very M. Night Shyamalan twist at the end. That's so ridiculous. Oh, it's so no. stupid. Well, you don't know. No, I don't. You don't. Think about this movie for a second and you understand the plot and what the twist is. But the plot tells me that she's an author or something. Yes. Something, something. Yes, she's an author. And oh. then all of a sudden she's on a plantation uh, as a slave. Is yeah. this her writing her book? No, it's okay. nothing fun like that. It's there's no there's no uh, the trailers are so uh, uh non-representative of what the movie is or they make it seem like it's interesting in any way where the mm. plane disappears which doesn't happen in the movie oh, which is no. ridiculous yeah the plane is so fun it is fun and then it's like well no oh no like there's a whole section where she's just doing yoga in this movie. <laughs> i like yoga i like yoga too and <laughs> It doesn't connect in any way to what's happening. Okay. It's just like, it's so stupid. That's a bummer. And then they kind of tell you what's happening with like half an hour to go without so the pulling the curtain back necessarily. So it's just like, oh, OK, fine. Hmm. The last shot is so incredibly stupid. <laughs> See, all of what you're saying makes me want to watch it. It's so boring, though. It's like, yeah. like. I don't even understand. A lot of people are like, Janelle Monet is amazing in it. Like, I don't, she's, she has nothing to work with. Yeah. It's just, it's like, because the middle part of the movie is just her as an author in modern day, you know. So it's just like, okay, I guess she's acting, but it's just like she's hanging out with her friends and having to go to meetings. It's not yeah. a lot of fun to watch or anything. So. I'm Sorry. going to see you in a few days and I'm going to ask you to just tell me all the stuff about it. But it, you know what it is. No, I don't. Okay, yeah. I want you, without <laughs> looking it up, to try to come up with what you think it is between now and then. Okay. It's exactly what you think it is. <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah, don't recommend it. Okay, that's a bummer. I guess, I said Ari Aster style, but it's more like a get out, I guess, if you want to boil it down. It's like a lot of, but with a little bit of Ari Aster in like the beginning, because there's like this very obvious, like, artful like long take going on where it's like okay you're showing off fine huh okay but then i would say it has more of a get out feel to it okay huh. i don't those are like the two modern horror movies i've seen i don't know what else to compare it to <laughs> okay. it but it's got like that kind of like modern prestige horror yeah kind okay. of thing going on. which is definitely how it was marketing itself yes yeah 
I think the background on this is the two, I think they're both directors, were like advertisers before this. I think that's correct. Yeah. Which seems interesting. That's how we got David Fincher of all people. (laughs) (laughs) I can't wait for Mank. Isn't it like the producer of Get Out or something? Because that's always well, a great Well, they slapped sell. that on literally everything yeah. now, yeah, which yeah, is yeah, like, yeah. It, stupid. it feels so disingenuous. Yes. Yeah. And that's how we ended up with the um, Candyman situation where everyone thought that Uh-oh. Jordan Peele was directing Candyman. And it was like, Uh-oh. finally a black female director and she just got erased from the narrative <laughs> no. entirely. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, is that movie out? No, it was delayed. I don't know when it's coming oh, out. Oh, every movie's delayed. Yeah, it's true. That looks kind of good, maybe. Yeah, I'm excited. Horror movie trailers are a prickly proposition because <laughs> it's like, mmm, Antebellum looks cool from the trailer. Right. Also hey, not a horror movie in any way. Well, that's what I was going to say is like, I think if it's actually like a true horror movie... It's actually not that prickly of a proposition because most of them are about 90 minutes and they're mostly fun. Yeah. It's when you stray from that that you end yeah. up with problems. Like Relic was exactly <laughs> what they were selling you. Okay. Yeah. On the tin. And this is like, it's like crazy lost hijinks time travel. Yeah. And then, yeah. Yeah. It does. The trailer gives me a Damon Lindelof vibe as well. Ooh. Maybe it's just the planes. I don't know. I think, yes, that is what, forget what I said about Ari Aster and Get Out. That is exactly what they're going for and failing okay. miserably. That it's stinks. Like, yeah. Very, some of Watchmen is mixed okay. in here a bit. Hmm. The limited event series from HBO. Yeah. So, yeah, I don't recommend Antebellum. Car, what else is going on? Should we talk out of sight quick? Okay. What'd you think? Mm-mm. Yeah. Mm-mm. Hmm. It's okay. It's no, it's fine. Yeah, it's good. But I want when I think Soderbergh, it's just like candy. It's just like mm, yum, yum, yum. I can just yum, 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 yum. <laughs> and this was like trying to be a movie, and that didn't work out too well. I thought I kind of just I wanted the only two characters to be J Lo and George Clooney. <laughs> that is not this movie at all. Dude. And Catherine Keener. <laughs> yes, of course. Yeah. She was real pretty when she. She's, well, she's still so very pretty. pretty. Yeah. yeah. Oh my god, it was insane, <laughs> and all of her outfits were wacko. Yeah. yeah. Um. Yeah. I just wanted it to be a romance. Really, I didn't really yeah. want the other stuff. It's a fun concept, and then all of a sudden, it's like this movie about Don Cheadle. Yeah, I couldn't follow any of it. Yeah. <laughs> like, I don't know if I was just not paying as good of attention, but I really had no idea what was going on. Well, they do a lot of like time jumping around yes. that I don't think really helps anything. Yeah. Really. But like George Clooney robbing a bank's fun because it's George Clooney suave. Yeah. And that, then that's not... a very good opening scene. Yes. When he's doing like the, the guns in the briefcase. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, that's awesome. It's like really low budget Soderbergh going yeah. on. Right. And I like that a lot. Yeah. And then I don't remember anything that happens in the middle. And then I think the last third just goes on forever. Yeah, there's some really fun stuff, like just the way that he carries out some of these 
like, or the little elements he adds to the plots, like the diamonds being in the fish tank, I thought was super yeah. fun. Yeah. I think the dude um, chasing after Clooney and then shooting himself is really funny. I really like that. Because that's always something I think about in movies when they're just like acting so brazenly while they're carrying firearms. It's like, firearms, yeah. How are there never mistakes? Um, oh, there were. <laughs> there were. And then I do really like the end when she's like setting up his next, his j- jailbreak, yeah. essentially. Yeah. I like that a lot. Yeah. I really liked when they finally meet up and they're in the hotel room and then mm-hmm. like she's kind of upset afterwards. I thought that was handled really well. Yeah. And you get to look at George Clooney in bed being all yeah. like swirly. It's just make it a movie just about them. I don't know. I know yeah. you have to have some other characters, but come on. Do you, though? I mean, because I still want there to be some level of like heist to it. So I guess so. Um, yeah. But I, we could cut way back on all of that. Yeah. Yeah. Because at its heart, it is a movie about heists. And George Clooney very rarely has anything to do with the heist going on. Right. It's just like. It, the thing I thought about with this movie is it's like an entire cast of people who only ever play themselves going on here. Which is oh, interesting. Yeah. Um, you've got George Clooney as himself. You've got J-Lo as the person J-Lo plays in movies. You've got that one like stoner guy. Steve Zahn. Yes. He's great. He's yeah. very good. He's playing the character he always plays. Yeah. Though. And then was it Ving Rams playing himself again? Yeah. The same character he was in Mission Impossible or whatever. But isn't that always that's like the Soderbergh method, isn't it? Like (laughs) so. But this is like a movie. This isn't like Soderbergh Soderbergh yet. This is just like I'm in a movie. I think it's definitely like a starter kit for oceans. (laughs) Yeah. No, like totally, it, yes. Maybe that's where he's first trying that out. It's certainly where he's getting all of his heist juices flowing. Like, oh it, yeah. <laughs> I'm glad if it took this movie to get us there, I'm glad this movie happened. Oh, totally. And it's not a bad movie. And we get no. like, uh, maybe creepy in today's world, but like, I do like the <laughs> trunk scene. I don't know. I fall victim to two movie stars being up close and personal. Yeah. And yeah. he's like, I'm not going to rape you. Yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> it's, <all> good. <laughs> it's not good. It's not good. Uh, if he just reeled it in a little bit, it sure. would be, yeah. If it wasn't the first scene in the movie is him picking her up and then getting in the trunk with her and being like, just feeling your thighs. That's all. Yeah. If they were just stuck in the trunk, everyone was keeping their hands to themselves and having that conversation. (laughs) Still not good because they are kidnapping her. But (laughs) (laughs) Um, what happened to J-Lo's movie career, dude? I mean, I think she just has other stuff going on. She did Hustlers. That was huge. Oh, I haven't seen that yet. It's very good. And I think that was a good sign to her. Like, hey, people won't give you enough credit, so don't even bother. Sure. Make the <sighs> movies you want to make. Yeah. I mean, she's making tons of money and doing yeah. a bunch of stuff. But I, just, I would like to see her in more movies. I think she was perfect in this role and mm-hmm. wish there was more of this era J-Lo acting in movies. She is honest. Like, a I don't know if you'll ever seek out Hustlers, but she's very, very good in Hustlers. And it's a fun, like, 
it's so different than all of the roles that she's playing in this era. Okay. It's she's not very the cell. authoritative. Okay. It's not, not the cell. <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> it's also not made in Manhattan. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I don't. Uh, I don't uh, ask me anything that happened in this movie. I watched this. I don't know. Four hours ago, what this afternoon? The uh, bathtub. The bathtub. Yep, yep, yep. That disturbed me when she got in with her clothes on. Like, Jaylo. <laughs> yes. I. What did you think about all of the like Oedipus complex stuff? That felt insane that it was in this movie. Where she's like making out with her dad. Yeah. I don't know. She's not actually making out with her dad. No, but like they, it's not even that it's like hinted at that she likes Clooney because he looks like oh. her dad. That's like, they make it very obvious. It's yeah. kind of insane. But she also has a thing for bank robbers. Yeah. As they establish. Yeah. Oh, and um, Harrelson is in this, right? Is that Harrelson who was in it? No, it's uh, it's uh, it's Batman guy. It's Michael Keaton. Keaton, that's who it is. That's crazy <laughs> that he was in we this. We got a Keaton. <laughs> yes, <laughs> that was a funny scene as For well. Like scene. there are those fun scenes, but I think most of them are actually when there's not like action stuff happening. I think it's yeah. more often like just the silly interactions between these like very silly characters. But then there's like hacky stuff that I'm glad he ironed out. Soderbergh where they're like in the elevator with the old people and they're like is this my floor? <laughs> yeah. and it's like haha it's ironic because there's a thing happening. Yeah. I feel like that might have been in like Ocean's 13 maybe but he got it out of his system here. Yeah he did. So that's good. Not to deviate but I did also oh watch Magic Mike finally. Ooh Soderbergh? Yeah. Which Ooh, like hey. I didn't realize was Soderbergh until a couple of years ago. I didn't realize that until I saw you had seen it. And then I clicked on it and then it said directed by Steven Soderbergh. So wild. What, like, I'm so grateful for him that he's just like, <laughs> he's doing whatever he wants. Um, it was very fun. And I think it was okay. like a good exercise in like Soderbergh sans heist. Um, okay. Like showing That's a dangerous he proposition. Indeed. It's still, a, there's like a lot of danger in the movie, I guess. Um, mm. But it's fun to see what he does when like that's not the center of it. I guess I'd also seen side effects, which that's even more so like not a heist movie and more of a drama. And um, Contagion, right? Hmm? Contagion. Oh, and Contagion. Yeah, oh, he's just great. We love Soderbergh. <laughs> we love you, Soderbergh. Yeah. He's our new Lindelof. That's right. King Soderbergh. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Absolutely. We love him. Is Magic Mike about strippers? Am I? Yeah. Male strippers. Okay. Very good. It's Channing Tatum. It's Matthew McConaughey just like leaning into being Matthew McConaughey in a really entertaining way. Um, okay. Is he a yeah. stripper? Yes. Well, He's like well, the well. king of the male strippers. <laughs> what a title. <laughs> what, what a thing to aspire to. Okay. And it's all like this insane color grading throughout it, Ooh. which is like, it could be super off-putting, but I feel like it works really well. It's really interesting. Okay. Yeah. Are you gonna it watch feels the very seedy. Ew. Yeah. Are you going to watch the, uh, what's the second one called? XXL. 
XXL, of course. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe someday. I don't think he directed that one, though. No, I think it was the cinematographer directed it or something. Oh, interesting. Hmm. Hmm. Indeed. Sorry, I don't have any questions about Magic Mike. No, I that's no okay. I decided to throw it in there. I'm really trying to work through the Soderbergh filmography. That's a good journey, I think. That's fun. Yeah. The man knows how to make movies, it turns out. And he knows how to just like, he is throwing stuff at the wall all the time. Like he is prolific. Yes. What what was his last movie? He did the, um, oh, what's her name? The woman who plays the queen on the crown. He did that. Oh, Unsane. Unsane. And he's doing a quibby thing right now. Oh. Yeah. Ah, sober. What are you doing? (laughs) Well, that's the thing. He doesn't like it. He doesn't seem to have any morals anymore. He's no, I think he unhinged. just like he was one of the first people to like shoot one of his movies on an iPhone. Like he's just like, I'll experiment Yikes. with whatever. I'll f- figure it out. Yeah, it's about can a work on a low budget. Like, yeah, stars George Clooney. <laughs> yes, of course. <laughs> uh, like Logan Lucky really surprised me. I was like, oh, this is actually really entertaining. Yeah, it was extremely interesting. That was such a fun movie. Yeah. Yeah. I think you could put Daniel Craig, like this era Daniel Craig in anything, and I'd be like, oh, this is a good movie, I guess. Yeah. Through sheer force of will. Oh, I watched Knives Out again. Oh, that's so nice. Can you give us your impression? Hmm. Hmm. I think it breaks down a little bit once you know everything that's happening. Yeah. There's some stuff where it's kind of like, okay, this is a construction. This had to happen for this movie to work out like the puzzle box needed to be built this way uh but it's still a ton of fun yeah seems like a good hang maybe at like christmas time totally yeah it's just like i don't i can't think of somebody who wouldn't watch it if it was on because it's just like it's just like oh this is fun mystery you don't have to think too too hard but you still have to think a little bit and stars all of the people you love. Like, it's the Tony most Collette incredible with a fun cast. accent and yes. jewelry and sweaters. Yes, we love her. I do hate to admit this, but when I asked for your impression, I was asking for your Daniel Craig impression. He's fine. Let's move on, No, Car- I want you to do the voice. <laughs> There's record of it. Okay, okay. Uh, I can't. I'm not going to do it. I'm sorry. <laughs> you Once almost the did. Is all I could tell. Uh, I won't. <laughs> you jerk. <laughs> um, is there, I feel like there's something. Else. Oh, Car, what did you think of Days of Thunder? Let's talk about Days of Thunder. Oh, I had asked sorry you to, to Days uh, of Thunder. <laughs> over the next three weeks, I'd asked you to watch Days of Thunder. It's a single two hour long movie over the course of three weeks while I was getting hernia surgery. Car, what did you think of Days of Thunder? Listen, I had to watch the other 20 movies I watched in the last. <laughs> so you liked it? Yeah. I was favorite. really looking forward. During the surgery, there was a moment where they weren't sure I was going <laughs> to no. pull through, but I was thinking about no. talking about Days of Thunder with you, Car. I liked the uh-huh. lightning storm. Uh, uh-huh. And I don't Tom. recall the lightning storm. Tom was good. Oh, Tom. Yeah. Yeah. You did see it. Okay, good. (laughs) Okay. I'm hanging my head in shame. Days of Thunder. What a movie. Car, what movies are coming out? (sighs) Okay. Um, I mean, so here's the difficulty, right? We missed a lot of weeks. You are just whinging your way through this podcast, Carly. I'm sorry it's so hard for you to go to a website that tells you what movies are coming out and to get the thing. I did all of this. I added like 
a good 10 to 15 movies. When we negotiated your contract for the second season of Pills on the Windows, you said you weren't going to do this. I haven't received any direct deposits. I will talk to you off air. <laughs> um, I don't know. Where <laughs> do we start? Because there's really so many here. Oh, God. I was hoping this would be really short. Yeah. Do we maybe just hit like the actual upcoming ones? Like not bother with the ones that we missed? I thought movies weren't coming out anymore. How can there be all these movies coming out? Well, they're coming out limited. Okay, I'll give ah. one shout out to one that we missed. Um, so Possessor is something that I have been Ooh. so, so, so excited to see. And I found out um, that it showed at a drive-in very near me for one night. And I found it out the morning afterwards. And I am so upset. You don't um, have a car. Yeah, but I could find someone who had a car and make it happen. <laughs> I am so sad. I think that would have been the perfect drive-in movie. Um, sure. I know someone who did go see it and they said it was great. Oh, well, this is I'll the watch it in my home sometime in like four months or something, whatever. This is Tilda Swinton with Son of Cronenberg. No, movie? it's not Tilda Swinton. It's is Andrea Riseborough and Tuppy Middleton. I could have sworn Tilda Swinton was in this movie. Oh, she might be. Mind. I think the cover kind of looks like her. Hmm. There is a chance she's in it. Let me check really, really quick. I can't be proven This was wrong. also in the contract that we weren't going to do fact-checking about <laughs> Swin Rose. Oh, I did it the wrong way, too. I searched her oh instead God. of searching the movie. This is so bad. I know. I'm really sorry. Okay, so she Ooh. is confirmed not in it. Okay. Um, but there's a lot of wonderful people in it. <sighs> Anyways. Um, <laughs> the sigh. <laughs> so we missed <sighs> that. Okay. Um, and then, okay, so we have four coming out between today and Saturday. Today Should... is Wednesday. Yep. Okay. Um, the first one is Hubie Halloween. I'm sorry if I'm saying that. All right. <laughs> I had hernia surgery. <laughs> Can we edit this in some way can we kind of make this into a, a thing um which is the adam sandler movie and i think so there's this quote the quote running around that he said after like uncut gems got shut out by like all awards uh where he was like okay i'm just gonna make the worst movie i can after that um <laughs> it seems to be this one <laughs> Sold. I'll yeah, probably I really see this thought, before Uncut Gems. I really thought from the name of this that it was going to be an animated movie. I was yes, shocked that it's car. not. <laughs> yes. Learning about Halloween. Yes. But no. Do you want to read the description or should I? I don't have it open, Car. Oh, Jesus. Okay. I'm sorry. It's October 31st in Salem, Massachusetts, and a town's eccentric, devoted community volunteer and the good-natured object of his fellow citizens what? sorry i have this I'm really zoomed stroke. out uh it's halloween they play some pranks can but you then take it he... from the top okay are you serious <laughs> take it from the top please okay here we go I Wait, zoomed in. just what's on the page please okay. from the top and go okay it's october 31st just what's Sam on the page please <laughs> i'm gonna lose it I From really the top. 
And <clears throat> it's October 31st in Salem, Massachusetts, and a town's eccentric, devoted community volunteer and the good-natured object of his fellow citizens' derision and meanest pranks finds himself in the it's midst a of a real investigation for a real murderer. I've never had so many words hit me in the face and just pass right through. Yeah, like, it doesn't really words. make sense as a sentence. Um, <laughs> I thought you brought out the real essence of it, though, Car. Thank you. It's on Netflix. Okay. Starting tonight. We could watch it tonight. <laughs> huh. Ooh, okay. All the things we could do. <laughs> what else okay. we got, Car? Can you put a little, like accent on it or something no Make i'm not going to car. i'm not going to please <clears throat> no um the next one is <laughs> i had surgery and i heard can you put what accent on the description no please absolutely not i'm all i'm a boyfriend uncle Kali. anyways Ooh. <laughs> <Okay>. Ooh. <laughs> what's the next movie Ooh. <laughs> coming out of places. <laughs> this is demented. Um, oh, no. <laughs> Carly wouldn't put an accent on the description of the um, Okay, the war with grandpa comes out on October 9th. Um, this is a cursed movie. Um, oh, okay. It was a Weinstein production that was supposed to come out two and a half years ago, over two and a half years ago. And it is now being released. It stars De Niro, Christopher Walken, Uma Thurman, among Mm, others. mm. Um, But it looks very stupid. The description is Peter and his grandpa used to be very close. But when Grandpa Jack moved in, moves in with the family, Peter is forced to give up his most prized possession, his bedroom. I can't read anymore. I'm not doing it. That's awful. Carly. Nope. <laughs> you won't put an accent on it. You start <laughs> ad-libbing things like, okay. You won't even read the description now? Uh, there's a prank war between a grandpa and his grandson. I'm sorry, Patreon subscribers. <laughs> this is not up to the quality you expect. I will not be refunding any money. Carly, please continue. <clears throat> okay. Um, the next one. Also coming out on Saturday. Are you ready for this? This is an A plus name of a movie. Yep. The 40 year old version. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Perfect. This is this has been hyped. Has it? Yes. I have not seen a single piece of hype. Oh, really? Yep. Um, it's being released on Netflix and the description is a down on her luck playwright thinks the only way she can salvage her voice as an artist is to become a rapper at 40. Intriguing. Sure. Um, what's the last movie? And if it's in any way something you think would be benefited by reading the description in a funny accent, please feel free to do so. Thank you. The last movie is The Wolf of Snow Hollow. Yes, Carly. Yes. Being released limited. <laughs> limited VOD. Um, okay. Oh no, I'm nervous. No, I can't do it. I'm so sorry. If you want accents, you have to do them yourself. I can't. Ooh. Okay, I'm gonna fire this up. Hold on. Are you serious? Yep. Yeah. 
<laughs> in the meantime, sentence. can you tell me the name of the movie one more time? The Wolf of Snow Hollow. Very good. Have you read the description? Yes. Okay. I was going to ask you what you think this movie is. Um, <laughs> boop, 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 boop. Here we go. <clears throat> okay. The Wolf of Snow Hollow is being released limited on October 9th. Us. Can't do it. Just not serious? feeling it. I think I pulled something. No. A stressed not. out police officer mm-hmm. struggles not to give in to the paranoia that grips his small mountain town as Bowdy's turn up. <laughs> Bowdy's. What <laughs> hurts? My tummy hurts. After each full moon. Oh, it's like a werewolf thing. Bowdies. <laughs> Bowdies. I was trying to do my uh, Daniel Craig for you. Oh, my goodness gracious. Bruce just won inside a cardboard box and he is having the time. This of is the life. worst podcast. It is. We're I really think this it. is the worst one we've done. No, we got to give it back to Christian and uh, Michael. And I can talk about anime. <laughs> Should we talk about what we're watching for next time? I didn't even take painkillers or anything. This is lucid, Tucker. <laughs> I just had a very one. stressful work day, and I'm in the... You're just in the shakies. Yeah, sorry. Bruce is really having a good time. In I hear that. Box. Yeah. So are we. Yeah. Okay, Carl, okay, what are we watching? Okay, how do I get the heck out of Oh, my God. Sorry. <laughs> oh, no, we scared. Okay. Um, so we have to watch Days of Thunder. No, we're good. Oh, come on. No, I watched the first 20 minutes. We're good. Did you actually? Oh, now you're really quiet. This is like a dumpster fire of a Oh, podcast. no. Is it Hello? better? Did Bruce eat your microphone? Is it better? All I hear is digestion, like cat digestion. <laughs> and like really muffled you talking. Um. Okay. Are you sure you don't want to do Days of Thunder? I mean, we can if you want to. Yeah, let's do it. I like Tom Cruise. Okay, so we'll watch it when I don't want to watch it, but when I did want to watch oh, it, we please. didn't watch it. I didn't know we were casting tonight until this morning. That's fair. I thought I had two more days. No. Um, okay. Saw 2. Yes, so Saw 2, Days of Thunder, and then... Oh, this is... Okay, we just gotta we just gotta put a bow on this one. Okay, just bring it out home. Okay. I knocked him out of the box. Okay. Um, Caught on um, tape. Carly okay. abuses animals and supports Antifa. Um, Carly's you, vaping in her rented apartment. How do you feel about a? No, you already gave me Days of Thunder. I get to pick a movie. What movie car spit it out? How do you feel about a social network rewatch? Sure. <gasps> Which okay. social network? Ha 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 my favorite Soderbergh movie. Okay. Aaron Soderbergh. Yeah, I think I'm ready to return. Okay. This is a big deal. Yeah, I just saw a lot of stuff because it was like the 10 year anniversary and everyone's gearing up for Mank and I was like... Mank. I love the way you just said mank. Mank. <laughs> Who am I to deprive myself of one of my favorite movies? You know? I'm gearing up for mank. Is it because that other movie came out that just rips off the social network? Where it's like, what's the, it's such a stupid name too. Where it's like, 
evil social media. Oh, social dilemma. <sighs> yeah, that's it. The, did you see that whole thing where it's like structured around a really bad reenactment? Ooh, just like the social network. The social network. <laughs> ah, very silly. <laughs> did Traitus do the soundtrack? I wish. It'd be funny if they <laughs> reused it because several movies have at this point. That's fair. Yeah. Just like we'll reuse clips from this podcast for our best of podcast <laughs> podcast. <laughs> we'll super cut the 15 seconds where I was talking about Bruce Bean in the box. 